Welcome to the Lifestyle You Podcast. I'm your host and health and fitness coach, Jenna Altman, and I'm so glad that you're here. Health and fitness don't have to be that complicated. Do you want to achieve a body you're proud of, gain physical and mental energy, and grow your confidence without giving up date night with your partner or starving yourself? The Lifestyle You Podcast will provide you with the tools that you need to make your health and fitness fit into your lifestyle, not the other way around. The stories, lessons, and actionable takeaways from original episodes and guest interviews on this podcast will not only allow you to break through those limiting fears and beliefs, but also find freedom and confidence in the way that you move and fuel your body so that you can live your strongest, healthiest, and happiest life. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the Lifestyle You Podcast. Today, we're going to be chatting about a really special topic that I think a lot of us still struggle with, even though we know we shouldn't worry about it, myself included. So today, we're going to talk about the scale. We all know better, yet somehow, I have so many clients that I work with that get hung up on the number on the scale. And we also know by now that the scale doesn't tell the whole story, right? We know that our weight, the number on the scale, is not indicative of the confidence that we have, of the relationships that we've built, of the personal development journey we've been on, of the weight we can lift, of the miles we can run, right? The scale doesn't tell us all of those things. We already know that. Yet somehow... We still let it influence our daily feelings, thoughts, and actions. And I know this to be true because this is something I struggled with for years and honestly, still do sometimes. At some point, I asked myself, so if I don't love my body at 106 pounds, which was the leanest I ever was in an unhealthy way, then when will I actually love it? One of my first coaches I ever worked with actually suggested doing daily weigh-ins. And at first, I was really anxious about that idea because I knew how much a weigh-in could actually ruin my day. I let that number define my worth. I let that number tell me how I should live my day, how happy I should be, how confident I should walk around, what clothes I should wear. And again, that anxiety around weighing myself every day was something that I was not really expecting. But what actually happened when I started weighing myself daily for a couple of years was fascinating. It really just started to become a number, a point of data, a piece of a very large puzzle. I started to recognize that the number on the scale was influenced by various factors. Whether it was because I ate a meal later on at night and hadn't pooped, or my menstrual cycle was on its way. There are so many different factors that go into this one number on the scale. It is completely normal to fluctuate in a given week a few pounds. Yet we get so hung up on that number and instantly our, our brains go to, oh my God, I gained two pounds overnight. Well, no, you didn't because one, that's not possible. And two, there are so many different factors that are attributing to that number. Instead, I encourage you guys, and this is something that I do with my clients, you can still use that number on the scale. You can still use that as a point of data. However, that's just one point of data. It's a point in time test. Again, that is influenced by various factors. So can you also track your progress 
in other ways, using things like progress photos. Progress photos are great because a lot of the time, especially if you're already a pretty lean person, a lot of body recomposition changes, which aren't necessarily tied to losing a ton of weight, but more so losing some body fat, that might be indicated on progress photos, but not indicated on the scale. So your body can change and transform in ways that the scale cannot regurgitate, right? So how about using some progress photos? How about looking into our biofeedback? I've mentioned this a handful of times in this podcast. When we're talking about biofeedback, we're talking about things like um, increased energy, better digestion, better stress management, better sleep, awakened hunger cues, right? Our hunger cues are talking to us. Things like that in terms of biofeedback can be really good indicators of whether or not you're becoming a healthier version of yourself. And you can also look at strength gains, right? In terms of what you were doing in the gym. Are you able to lift more weights? Are you able to make it through a workout without being completely out of breath? Are you able to complete all of the sets? Are you able to go on a hike with your friends, right? There are so many different ways that we can track progress. Are you feeling more confident in your body? Are you feeling more confident at work? All of these things are directly correlated to the progress that you are making in your health and fitness journey. And this created such a sense of freedom for me, knowing the reasons why the scale truly didn't tell the whole story. And this is the approach that I use with my current clients to help them overcome their fear of the scale and the negative influence that it has over their progress. And I've tried completely ditching the scale. I think that that's another approach that you hear a lot about. But to be honest, it didn't really work well for me. Or it did until it didn't. So I hadn't weighed myself in over two years. And I stepped on the scale for the first time when I started a embarrassingly, hate to admit this, but a fad diet of some sort. <laughs> because we've all been through them. We've all had them as part of our journeys. And I was shocked at the number staring back at me and not in a good way. So I decided that that wasn't the best approach for me. And again, every now and then I can find myself getting a little too preoccupied with the scale. And I just have to remind myself of the other areas where I'm making progress, like adding in more pull-ups or being able to travel while still hitting my goals or being one of the most confident women in the room with friends. Those are the things that measure our progress and determine our worth, not the number on the scale. So I hope that you find this helpful. This takes time, right? We need to reframe our thoughts around the scale and build more confidence in these other factors that are tracking our progress and really utilize those as well as the scale. It's okay to use the scale. We just have to be really smart about what other factors we are measuring in terms of progress because there could be a lot of other progress going on that's not reflected in the scale. So that's why it's so important that you are utilizing the scale just as a point of data, just as one metric of progress and complementing that with all of the other metrics of progress that we have mentioned today. So I'm going to leave you with a food for thought today. I want to know how you are going to track your progress. I want you to pick one to three of the, of the tips that we've mentioned here. I did not actually cover all of them. We'll have a separate episode on different ways to track progress. But 
I would love to know which of these you need to incorporate in your health and fitness journey to continue to feel successful, to continue progressing forward, to continue consistently hitting your habits. So let me know. Shoot me a message on Instagram at Jenna Ray Altman, and I look forward to hearing from you. Thank you for listening to the Lifestyle You podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a five-star rating and review to help others discover the magic we're creating together. If there's someone in your life who could benefit from listening to this episode, be sure to forward it along to them. You can also follow me on Instagram at Jenna Ray Altman for more helpful content, resources, and good vibes. As always, thank you so much for being here.